The Money Show. Business Unusual. With Colin Cullis. Colin Cullis, it was the big Apple show last night. And it, you know, new iPads, new gadgets, just upgrades of the old stuff and recycled aluminium cases. Ooh, hold me back. Uh, it's just an excuse to charge more. Or did they come up with something fabulous, new and exciting? It used to be uh, really outstanding. And uh, people would be uh, you know, tuning in from all around the planet to watch and as soon as the products became available, there'd be long queues forming around buildings to be able to get it. But you're right, these days, partly because Apple understands that they can't keep making more amazing things every year, uh, their, their upgrades have become a lot more about how the products perform and uh, the kind of services that they come with rather than the products themselves. Um, there is this notion that uh, just so that you can be sure, uh, you know who is the real hardcore Apple fans. Every year they do have a slightly different color one that will look very special. So you can say, oh, you've got the new, new iPhone. Uh, and to make that a little easier, in case you didn't know, the colors actually change sometimes, or some of the colors change every year. They also change the uh, orientation on the camera. So the top of the line uh, iPhone last year had the three sort of cameras in sort of a triangle bit. Now they've got them sort of uh, angled so that they're sort of diagonally opposite each other. Uh, but the reason I, I picked up on Apple, not just because they have this launch event this week, but I thought just how how much stuff is on the go at Apple. So the notion is, uh, you know, if, if an Apple a day keeps a doctor away, well, a, a day at Apple is certainly a very busy time indeed. And so I collected five stories, long-running themes that have been affecting Apple either directly or because it is so influential in the tech world and the, the kind of way that the, the technology stuff is developing, uh, the things that it's dealing with invariably affects all of us and, and we'll pick up on that. So um, the first one uh, was the, the, the outcome, just the tail end of last week, for that lawsuit that Epic uh, Games filed against it when they decided to not uh, agree or not adhere to Apple's requirements that 50% of all payments uh, be given to Apple via the App Store. So what they famously did is Fortnite uh, is a popular game. Uh, and if you were playing Fortnite on an Apple device, it'll give you the option to pay $9.99 for a particular uh, little pack of um, stuff uh, through Apple and, and, and its payment systems or $7.99 if you paid for it through Fortnite. Uh, as soon as that happened, Apple informed them to say this is not allowed, uh, correct it, or else it will remove you from the store, which they did. Google did likewise, because they have a similar sort of thing. Uh, but the difference between Apple and Google is that Apple controls the entire ecosystem. You can't load other things onto an Apple phone like you can with the Android phones or the ones that typically where you'll find a, a Google store. Uh, anyway, uh, Epic was expecting that and so filed a lawsuit. The, the lawsuit took a while to come to court. It eventually was heard in court uh, earlier this year in August. Uh, lots of cases been made for, is Apple a monopoly? What is a game? That's even a, a thing and it's yet to be settled actually. Um, and the court case, um, uh, the, the verdict was delivered uh, on Friday, which found that uh, Apple isn't a monopoly but is using steering procedures to, to prevent um, developers and users from having alternatives to be able to pay for things, which they said that was not, not friendly. It, it went against uh, Californian competition laws. Uh, but uh, Epic wasn't uh, happy because it found that uh, they themselves had broken Apple's rules and so are required to pay Apple for the money that they had earned uh, while the game was was operating, but but removed from the Apple Store. One thing to clarify, they, they removed the ability to download it if you didn't have it, but if you had it on your phone already, you could continue, continue using it. And so people were paying uh, for access to the games and, and things on the game during that period, which they'll have to pay back. Epic is also appealing, uh, believing that they can get uh, a better ruling that, uh, App, that Apple is in fact a monopoly. I'm doubtful about that because 
as much as it is very powerful, I don't think it quite trips over that line for being a monopoly. So that was that was the first of its things it, it had to deal with. And then right on the back of that was the terrible news um, that its phone has a security flaw significant enough that if somebody uh, sent you a specific kind of image, it looks like a regular image, but it, it, it uh, interacts with the phone in a certain way that would allow your phone to be compromised. Somebody could get access to the phone, read the content on it, turn on cameras, turn on microphones, send the data that's on there, do all those sort of things. And it was found out by a cybersecurity company who uh, was alerted to it by a Saudi activist who, who thought somebody had compromised the phone. Turns out that the the the, the the, the, the security flaw was a compromise created by um, a cybersecurity company called NSO that sells their sort of tracking software to governments ostensibly, but a lot of people are getting access to it, um, and, and left them vulnerable to it. Now, the, the good thing to do is usually when a flaw like that is found, the researchers ever finds it, lets the manufacturers know, they give them a period of time to fix it, and then once they fix it, they explain to everybody else so that nobody else can use that exploit. Everybody understands how their system should be patched. For this security company to be saying, hang on, we're going to use it for our own benefit, kind of goes into the whole dodgy CD underworld that is government intelligence and just dodgy uh, uh, cyber hacking, for want of a better word, uh, which is a whole messy field all on its own. Uh, the fact that it has been patched, though, I don't know if you, Bruce, have uh, have downloaded that patch and installed it yet? I have. I'm doing it now. Um, where's the no, patch? You're doing <laughs> that's, that's usually how it goes. Um, and while it's not a, you know, it wasn't a major threat that you're likely to be exploited by it because, you know, this Pegasus software is out there and it's looking to get everybody, although it would target journalists a little more often than, than not. Uh, but it's that other people now will know there is a, an exploit, go looking for it and then look to replicate another lock up your phone or steal stuff off your phone and just do generally nice things. So we yeah, thanks for come th th Thank you for drawing attention, by the way. <laughs> to the fact that I don't have it, it's, it's very kind of you. It's a, it's a, it's a, you're a pal. You really are. So, so that's that's story number two. Two things that both uh, negatively influences Apple share price. It did come off the highest price it's ever been, 157 dollars uh, at one point in the tail end of last week, and it's down to about 146. But then came this news for the new devices. So this was supposedly the opportunity to reset everything else. And like you pointed out, there was. Improvements. Things got a little better, but they were incremental. They weren't revolutionary. There wasn't a Steve Jobs moment with a, oh, and one more thing kind of stuff. Uh, but then to the credit of Tim Cook, um, that is impossible to sustain. So the fact that since 2011, when he took over, he's been able to walk out on stage and have the rest of the, the various teams that look after things that Apple do with these amazing things really is quite remarkable. And this year's one, if there was one that I think probably will get Apple once again said, well, that's the that's why you have to follow this company and see what they're doing, is the upgrade they made to how you can shoot video on the top of the range new iPhones. Effectively, you have now got a very competent video camera in your hands to be able to shoot and correct blurry images, not images, but video, uh, after the fact, and to make your, your, your visuals really, really pop. And they're doing it not by improving the technology all the time, but the software. And that's really where they have uh, sort of switched to say, they're, they're more of a software company uh, looking to pick up and, and make the most out of all of those sort of things. That's not to say that they always get it right um, in, in releasing all of these new devices. Something else they mentioned a little earlier uh, this year, which we also touched on, was this notion that they would scan your phone for pictures before you upload them to ensure that you're not potentially uploading uh, child sexual abuse material. Um, I think it was quite a clever way of doing it. But the, the, the question mark that it had is that if you start doing that with that legitimate material, what other material could be <laughs> or they be compelled to do in the future? And then ultimately the question about 
whose phone is it anyway? They already restrict what you can put on the phone. Now they're going to restrict you know, what you can keep on the phone and how you can uh, separate or, or send what's on the phone. It really does get a bit murky. Uh, and, and aligned with that, one that's not that great, although maybe I should just point out here that that, that was a plan that they were going to release. Advocacy groups and, and customers themselves, I think, forget now what the exact number was, 25,000, if, if I'm not mistaken, people signed petitions to say, Apple, don't do this. Um, and so they have said, well, they will they will put it on put it on hold. Uh, they'll continue to get feedback. And, and depending on what that feedback is, either wait for it to die down and implement it anyway, or come up with a different way of doing it. I'm doubtful that they likely to find a different way of doing it. And a bit like, well, we took away your buttons, we took away your headphone jacks, you know, all those sort of things that they do. There's an initial sort of negative reaction, you wait a bit and then people just get used to it, on they go. I suspect this might be one of those kinds of scenarios, but we'll wait and see. Uh, but the other one that uh, aligns with that and the phone ownership is this, this ongoing issue in America and many other countries about the right to repair. Uh, and Apple, again, specifies only certain uh, repair agents may open the phone, may buy parts, may get access into how the parts work. Uh, and many other uh, companies have been arguing to say that this is basically another way that they can keep the prices of those parts very high and charging customers a lot more than they otherwise would have to pay to have them fixed. Uh, I think the right thing is on the wall for Apple, because while they aren't maybe keen to change that themselves, many of the U.S. states and then eventually America will probably introduce laws that will just simply say, you know, users have the right to repair and you can't specify where they must go. Uh, South Africa, I think, is on a similar track. Earlier this year, uh, car manufacturers had that ability to say, you must take your car here for repair and you must only use these parts uh, sort of um, changed uh, to, to allow you to sort of get some more, more choice, which I think is a good thing. Uh, um, and so that's one of the, the areas where I think they're probably going to have uh, to change it. S sticking with a car thing and Apple, long running rumor that they're looking to build a car. Um, at one point, it was, now they're not building the car, they're building the in entertainment system that goes in the car or the software that will allow the car to operate, you know, a bit more like a Tesla. Tesla's basically, arguably, are more computer in the car than there are cars themselves. Um, and that that may, may still come to pass. Um, I, I imagine... Apple's looking to make, you know, part of your life at home and all your home devices and PCs and computers and then your watch and your phone and everything and possibly the glasses coming. And so the car sounds like a natural extension. Well, you probably know the old gag that if Apple did happen to make an electric car, there is one thing it definitely wouldn't have. Windows. <laughs> um, and then that brings me to, to the final one, which is the one that actually uh, uh, takes part today. I was looking to do a touch on SpaceX first civilian crewed flight that takes off uh, tonight, probably two o'clock in the morning, South Africa time. Four civilian astronauts, one billionaire uh, who, who bought the flight. He's a, a billionaire payments guy, Jared Isaacson. And rather than just say, okay, I've got three mates, I'm going to go for a, a flip into space. He, he has tried to make it a little bit more uh, uh, of an actual research thing, kind of similar to what Mark Shuttleworth did. He actually trained and did all those uh, hard lifting to become a proper sort of astronaut for the time that he was on the space station, even as a tourist. But he did experiments and he, and he really, uh, you know, looked to extend the boundaries of what you're doing. So anyway, Isaacson uh, offered the three other positions as part of a fundraiser for St. Jude's Hospital in, in the U.S., uh, two of the seats were given for that. The third one, he looked to have somebody show their worth by using their payments platform to raise money for the hospital. Uh, Cian Proctor was the person chosen for that. She's sort of science um, uh, educator, uh, but she herself had applied to be an astronaut and was going through the NASA process in 2009 before finally being whittled out and so didn't make it then. Uh, a really uh, heartwarming story is that the hospital chose one of its own staff, uh, Haley, oh, I'm going to hash up her name, Arkano, I think is how you say it. 
who herself was a childhood patient. Uh, St. Jude's is a childhood cancer hospital. Uh, and she not only managed to survive her cancer, but decided she wanted to, to become a nurse and, and a working institution. <laughs> um, and then the fourth person wanted on sort of a sweepstakes, so kind of a, a, a nice way to put it together. They'll be in space for three days. And the reason that Apple Connection is here, they'll be measuring all of their health data. But we don't have much data about you know regular people in space they're all sort of astronauts and highly trained people who have, who have come through these things uh, so apple will be using the apple watch and and their ipads for tracking cognitive behavior and, and you know surveys about how they're doing uh, which i think then points again to apple just re-entrenching that it is kind of becoming more and more like a medical device we know here in south africa discovery did that partnership if you do the exercise rewards, et cetera. You get an Apple watch. It's half the reason why you wanted this because a cool Apple watch, uh, but then it also got you to make good health decisions. And, and so you're going from there. So anyway, they will be spending three days in orbit, uh, 575 K, so higher than the International Space Station. Uh, before splashing back down again uh, and sending lots of video and you know they've got a whole bunch of items on board that they can obviously flog when they get back down uh, to earth um, and of course it being uh, 2021 uh, there's an nft performance of a song by kings <laughs> of leon that'll be included because you know of course there would be anyway this was all just an opportunity to mention some of the cool things that are happening and to say if you felt like you've had a really tough week this week spare a thought for billionaire tim cook because he really has been quite busy recently he has. I'm not going to spare him a thought. He doesn't need my thoughts. <laughs> he can buy thoughts of his own. Colin Cullors, business unusual. Apple headed off to space, plus the innovations announced at the Big Apple uh, un, uh, reveal last night. I was aware that it was there. We used to always talk about it in advance and get terribly excited and go live. And then ah, they, they need to make something new and exciting. That's what they need to do. Thank you, Colin Cullors, business unusual.